with the NHL's roster freeze descending over hockey over the holidays, things are heating up on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, which means Thursday's episode covers all of the latest injury news that are affecting your fantasy squad. Zuccarello, Sergachev, what's going on with Dougie Hamilton in the cap space for this New Jersey Devils squad? And more importantly, are the Canucks for real? Plus Thursday's bets. Let's tap in and let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back inside the lab to your daily source for fantasy hockey and daily degenerate breakdowns the locked on fantasy hockey podcast it's a thursday edition and thank you for making us your first listen every single day today's episode is brought to you by sleeper download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on nhl to get up to 100 bucks match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details my friends If you're paying attention to your fantasy squad right now, you'll understand that the next like eight days or so headed into the holidays can be a little bit of a tricky one to navigate. You've heard it from me before. You're going to be busy. There's going to be a lot on the go. Make sure you don't forget about your lineups and don't forget about what's going on across the NHL, which is why I'm going to break down Matt Zuccarello. Mikhail Sergachev as well takes a shot off the back of the foot. No new news out, but that's another one of those things that I was going to say is make sure you have your finger on the pulse to know what's going on, even if it doesn't make all of the headlines. Sergachev took a shot in a very tough area, and you saw it in the highlights. He left the game and did not return. We got to talk about it. Dougie Hamilton, sounds like he's going to be done till April or May. Pierre Lebrun of TSN saying that it's going to be long-term. Now we have a window. This means... The New Jersey Devils squad with $9 million on LTIR because of Dougie Hamilton's salary are going to become major players. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about some of the players that they are looking at, which will obviously bring fantasy value and impact. The Vancouver Canucks keep winning. They pumped the Nashville Predators the other night. And a very good goalie in UC Soros. Say what you will about Soros' season. Starting to look like very much this Vancouver team is free real. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about their balance. I want to talk about a few of their fantasy pieces, of course. Thursday's bets, I got them ready to go. I'm going to keep today super, super tight. I know I've been saying that a lot as well. Steele's not here right now. He'll be back tomorrow. I got this held down. But let me just hit you right off the bat with Matt Zuccarello. Because Matt Zuccarello has been one of the most consistent fantasy pieces and just one of those most consistent on-ice products for a team in the Minnesota Wild that cannot afford to lose a guy that not only brings it on the ice 79 points two seasons ago in 70 games, 67 points last year in 78 games, leading the team in assists, leading the team in points with 28. He's got the second most power play points as well. This is a guy that now is out week to week. Head coach is saying that it was something that was lingering. He got checked out. Now he's going to be out week to week. Aside from the obvious, you know, opportunity for some of those guys, they're going to get more minutes filling in for him. Marcus Felino, Ryan Hartman, Marco Rossi. I'm looking at that second line of guys who are going to start to eat into some of that top line minutes that are going to have to be spread around with Zuccarello now out. 
So those guys with me also, let's pay attention to the Minnesota Wild. 7-3-0 in their last 10. Tough start for sure. Matt Zuccarello, not one of those reasons why. Just very, very consistent on and off the ice leader. Warrior, love Matt Zuccarello's game. Pass first player, but that's okay. He's a distributor. He's a playmaker. He makes his uh, teammates better around him, and he's done that solidly and is fantasy relevant. You're going to have to replace him week to week. I take a look internally right away at some of those options, maybe down at the second line with a bump in value, with a bump in minutes. We'll break down some more in-depth options to take a look at replacing Matt Zuccarello at Waiver Wire Monday. But I think also given the fact that he is 36 years old, he's got a lot of miles on that body, 794 career games. Going to be something that I don't know if I'd expect him to come right back from. If they're saying week to week, when I take a look at a guy like Matt Zuccarello, if he's actually out considering how overall consistent and he is a pretty durable player for the most part in his career, if he's not in the lineup, that means to me that it's something that is going to take a little bit of time for him to recover from. That's just me speculating. I believe it's upper body. Let me pull this up for y'all. Upper body injury, I think, is what I saw for Zooks. Uh, it is upper body. Anyway, had to bring it up. We're talking about injuries. It's one of those names out there that is fantasy relevant that you'll have to replace. Speaking of which, Mikhail Sergachev takes a shot off the back of the heel off the blue line on Tuesday night against the St. Louis Blues. Number one, that's an area that basically has minimal to no padding in the back of the heel, back of the skate. It, of course, again, there is no news out. He could come back basically next game, perhaps, but... With two goals, 17 assists this season, 16 penalty minutes, 53 shots on net. A guy that stepped out in a very huge way, 16th in Norris voting. I know it's 16th, but still, hey, he's in the top 16 skaters in the NHL on the blue line getting Norris love. He is immediately top echelon of fantasy relevance. 10 goals and 54 assists last year in that stepping out season. Also make him fantasy relevant. He's a banger league beauty who's not afraid to throw his weight around. I actually love Mikhail Sergachev, but my take here is, uh, and you look at the, the lines in Tampa Bay and who's going to have to step up, obviously. You're looking right at Victor Hedman. Calvin DeHaan, Hayden Fleury has seen a huge uptick in minutes just in the last game. They're going to have to shuffle things around a little bit now. But Victor Hedman, this is the point I was going to take, is not a player that can afford to take on much more minutes, much more responsibility. Him and Sergachev is that one-two punch balancing out uh, Tampa's blue line. This is just another key injury to this team. Uh, you know, aside from Vasilevsky and perhaps Hedman in terms of, you know, all the forwards, Kucherov, of course, the back end, this is just another critical blow to them to be able to hang in there in the Atlantic, something that they've been doing to pretty good success up and down season for the Tampa Bay Lightning, that's for sure. But Mikhail Sergachev, it's another one of those things that, yeah, fantasy value, of course, he brings it. Peripheral categories, an absolute stud. But in terms of what this means for the Tampa Bay Lightning on the ice and what it could mean if Victor Hedman starts to have to eat more minutes, which I really do think they're going to circulate it around to some of those uh, other players that I just mentioned, Hayden Fleury, Nick Perbix, and others, to really try and take the load off of Hedman. Because with what Vasilevsky's gone through, how much hockey this team has played, Victor Hedman cannot eat any more minutes, and this team have success. So I got my eyes peeled on what's going to happen if Sergachev goes out. That's the other thing I got to leave this at. Let's remember. But with the way he took it, the way the shot was, I'm just going to say, 
If Sergachev goes out, these are all the things that you have to consider. And again, tap into Monday's waiver wire episode. If Sergachev goes out, we'll make sure that we talk about some of the options that you can be using to replace him. But my friends, today's episode, it's brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has you covered. From everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance, superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, baby, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for our U.S. customers. Shout out to everyone out there holding me down. Another solo episode Thursday with your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. Thank you for joining us. Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. Make sure you're checking out that new 24-7 national sports streaming channel on YouTube. Brought to you by Locked On Sports. They're here for you today, every single day, 24-7, covering all of the top sports stories from around the world of North American sports. Got to check it out. But. You're chapped into your source for fantasy hockey. That's why I'm going to continue on too. Perhaps, you know, Sergachev, it's important. Zuccarello, it's important. We got to talk about major injury news when it happens, as soon as it happens, so you out there as fantasy GMs know how to handle your squads. But perhaps into this second segment, I'm going to talk about big-time bets at the end of the show. I'm going to get to the Canucks. But here we go with Dougie Hamilton. Pierre Lebrun, very solid insider on TSN up in Canada. He's a part of The Athletic as well. He's tapped into the sources, and when he talks, people listen. Dougie Hamilton, he's saying, is going to be out till the end of April, could be even May. So that means we know that immediately makes this New Jersey Devils team a player ahead of the deadline. It makes them a player active looking at options. And right away, when you read into it, of course, $9 million on LTIR, sure, that's going to make a lot of teams consider what they can do with it. But this New Jersey Devils team has one of the best forward groups going. And the fact that they have not performed, Vitek Vanacek hasn't been great. Akira Schmidt has been nowhere. They've been banged up as well. Jack Hughes, Nico Heeshear, and now Dougie Hamilton. Key injuries to key pieces. And they are only five points back of second place in the Metro. Make me believe that this is going to be a team that is active with that $9 million, especially if it is looking like Dougie Hamilton might come not come back at all. They're looking at Tyson Berry on the back end. They're looking at maybe bringing in a body for the bottom six. But most importantly, I think they're going to be taking a look at some goalies. And what makes a lot of sense for me is John Gibson. So aside from the obvious fact that Dougie Hamilton is going to be out the whole year now, there's an update for you if you are considering that's a stash on the on your on your IR spot as a fantasy GM. I really don't see him coming back at all. If that's something that you were already expecting, kudos to you because I think there is a lot of people out there that would have been waiting to hear for sure. And I know this isn't coming from the team, but Pierre LeBrun is saying it. I'm telling you, you can take it to the bank. 
April or May, that means you don't want to be filling this spot with him on your IR, perhaps, especially if you have a couple of other players you perhaps been waiting to put there. It's time to let go of Dougie Hamilton for this season. Sounds like he's done. And more importantly, that means that this team that already has a lot of good offensive pop is going to be looking to bring in some pieces. And I think that means that their value goes up, especially for a guy like John Gibson, perhaps. John Gibson is out there. Another name that they're kicking tires on is Elvis Merzlikens. They're probably taking a look at the Montreal Canadiens goaltenders because that's where everyone are. Put them on the list of about four or five other teams that are out there looking to bolster that blue paint. Anyhow, if they do go out there and add some pieces, that's exactly, you know what I'm going to say? Because of that offensive potency, if there's a forward now in the mix in New Jersey, take a look. If it's a a goalie going from a bad team to a good team, take a look. But the fact that we know Dougie Hamilton, for the most part, is likely done for the season, again, a lot of people out there close to the team could have probably expected this already. But for the rest of us out there, that's you know, a little piece of tidbit, a little bit of news that I want to put out there to make sure that people are aware of what's going on. Also, speaking of which, before I get to bets, before I wrap up the show, before I hope we make a little bit more money with those said bets, this Vancouver Canucks team deserves a little bit of credit from everybody out there, and they deserve some credit from this podcast. Because, number one, Not only are the Vegas Golden Knights the best team in the NHL, you know, you can have an argument about the Bruins, you can have an argument about the Rangers, maybe throwing the Dallas Stars or otherwise. They're the reigning Stanley Cup champions with the most points in the NHL. So I'll just leave it at that. And the fact that the Vancouver Canucks are right there on that team's heels and they actually have the best goal differential in the league, it's time to really start paying attention for this team to be a legitimate threat. And then you take a look at their most recent victory against the National Predators. I know the National Predators are a team that might have a lot of pieces and it might be uh, struggling to find identity. They're not struggling to find wins and they're a good team. You see Saros, say what you will about him, a really good goalie. They pumped them. They turned them aside Tuesday. They really dealt with Nashville in an easy, neat and tidy fashion. I believe it was like 5-1 or 5-2. Something to that effect. The Vancouver Canucks are now 22-9-2 on the season with a plus 44 goal differential. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10 games. They're 12-3 at home. They're getting wins on the road. And they have all of the makings of a really good team. And I'll make my point about what I think is perhaps the biggest winning factor for this club in a second. But they have the ability to roll three solid forward lines. They have an elite headlining defenseman, Norris-level defenseman on the back end, and he's getting help. And then they have a very, very good goaltending tandem in Casey DeSmith. I said that weird there. In Casey DeSmith and Thatcher Demko starting to really shine. The most important factor for me is the depth. They have Andre Kuzmenko as a healthy scratch on Tuesday, which I understand there's a lot of people out there saying play the guy after how good he was last year. I think it makes a whole lot of sense. If you're not trusting what Rick Tockett has been doing with this team so far, you're also slipping. So why don't you just let the man continue to cook because this team is cooking along with him and it's time to really throw some respect on their name. It's the depth. They put Kuzmenko on the shelf and they get better. This is a team that, you know, was in the news for all of the wrong reasons last year. On ice, off ice, Brucey Boudreaux trading the captain. There was that torture of a press conference. A lot of things going wrong. And now all of a sudden, 
This team is looking really, really good. They're getting some really balanced scoring. Brock Besser is in the mix for the Rocket Richard Trophy. They, they make a nice early season move as well, bringing in Nikita Zadorov. Things are looking real rosy for the Vancouver Canucks, and they beat and have another win. So I got to come on here because the, the takeaway here might be some of these pieces like Philip Ronek, some of these pieces are having really, really good seasons out of nowhere again. And Brock Besser, they might be some really good sell high pieces, especially in keeper dynasty realms. Look, I'm coming on here and giving this Canucks team all their flowers in the world, and they might be here for the next year or two. They might not as well. But right now, you're going to get a whole lot for pieces like Ronek and Besser while they are clearly overachieving both of these pieces. They're great. I love Philip Ronek. I think he's a really solid fantasy stud. Brock Besser is having a great bounce back. But if you want to try and dig into it a little bit, this is where astute fantasy GMs, like if you're out of it already, which given the makeup of your league, given the format, how many GMs are in it, if you already are pegging yourself to be a team that unless something miraculous happens here in the middle chunk of the season, that you're starting to fade, this might be a situation where you start to look at some of these players that are popped off the bubble and sell high and try and position yourself nicely for next season. You got to look into these angles. We're going to try and position ourselves nicely for the rest of the episode when I talk about our friends at Sleeper because today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. You know, Steele and I have been absolutely loving the Sleeper app. And that's why a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Your favorite team could hoist the Stanley Cup. You could win big by playing Daily Fantasy on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, Sleeper, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you got to do is pick weather studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Sid, or McKinnon record more more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in any given game. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to 100 bucks match on your first deposit with sleeper. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Guys, again, much love, kudos, shout out. I can't do this, Steel can't do it without y'all. We're here most of the time yesterday. Thanks for holding us down. You know, we got busy lives as well, but we're trying to bring the fantasy content for you guys every single day to try and at least, whether you're a veteran, whether you're new to the game, bring a little bit of that daily news that you need to know, number one, and just some of the fantasy advice that goes along with it to help put your team in the best position to win all year long. I'm going to get to the bets right now. Thursday's bet start of this week has been a little bit tough, but overall still a good season for your boy. So let's try and get another couple of winners here in before Christmas time. Quickly, Nashville into Philadelphia. I got to give love where love is due. And this Philadelphia Flyers team is a disciplined bunch who can get it done. Seven, one, and two in their last 10. I talked about the Nashville Predators a little bit already. Again, another good team. And I think coming off an embarrassing performance against those Canucks that I discussed already, going into Philadelphia on Thursday night, to me, this has all the makings of an under. So have a look at it at under 6.5. I'm really feeling this year. Both teams are going to be stingy. When you look into the head-to-head -head between Philly versus Nashville as well, seven of the last nine between these two have stayed low scoring and under the number 
That's all I need to hear to be riding with a low scoring in this one because I'm feeling it. The numbers back it up. Bing, bang, boom. Hammer it. Add these into your parlay. I am going to bet these singularly this uh, tonight and add them into a parlay. Edmonton, all of a sudden, after going on an eight-game heater, three straight losses, although it hasn't been because of Connor McDavid, perhaps. McDavid, three points in his last three games, but... When you go into situations betting on Connor McDavid looking for good odds, so they get skunked against the New York Islanders in their last timeout, including McDavid missing the score sheet. This is where you're going to get a little bit more love and a little bit of a bump in odds. So let's go with Connor McDavid over 1.5 points. This guy is just so special good. I don't need to explain anything to you to really back this one. He's going to bounce back 11 goals, 30 assists so far this season. I love this spot for McDavid, and I actually like this spot for a high-scoring game overall between Edmonton and New Jersey. Head-to-head, six of the last nine games between these two have gone over the number. So I'm liking it for a high scoring. I'm liking it for McDavid. I'm liking it for a big-time night, actually, for the Edmonton Oilers as well. Every time I say that, they really let me down. So I hope that doesn't happen. Anyhow, on to the lock of the night, on to the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Buffalo Sabres. Just when Devin Levi and this Buffalo Sabres club perhaps started to look like they were turning it around and understanding what it means to be a good defensive club, they get pumped by the Columbus Blue Jackets for a nine-piece. So, yeah, I expect a better defensive performance, but this one is one of those that, just looking at it, before I even look at the numbers, I know I want to bet the over. The total has gone over the number in 10 of the last 11 trips of Toronto to Buffalo. The over has gone over the total in five of Toronto's last five games, and you don't need to hear anything more because my lock of the night is Toronto into Buffalo over six and a half at a minus 132 odd. I think this one's going to be a high scoring one from start to finish. Let's hammer it. Put them together. Let's hear it. Hit me on Twitter. Let me know what you're betting tonight. I hope you've enjoyed today's solo episode, Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Make sure you check out all the content across the Locked On Network, your team every single day. We'll be back here for Friday's episode with all that you need to dominate your fantasy hockey leagues.